teeth chattering, arms clasping my body for warmth, I gazed out the window at snow and more snow. I seemed to have spent my whole life sitting motionless in freezing cold post coaches, rumbling along. At least we were now headed south. Fool that I am. What a ludicrous idea it had been, trying to get to St. Petersburg in the depths of winter. I'd convinced myself that Imperial Russia would welcome my spirited style and flamboyant nature, that perhaps I could talk my way into a dancing engagement at the largest, most prestigious theatre in the city, a venue that would attract royalty, exalted military types, and the creme de la creme of Russia's dancers and artists. In that historic capital of ferocious heroes, that extreme and untamed pinnacle of civilization, they would see what Lola Montez could do, and then, who knew how high my fortunes would take me? Instead, the further north we'd traveled, the more frozen and daunted my spirit had become, matching the increasingly cold temperatures and the dispositions of the citizens through whose burrows we'd trundled. Morose peasants were out there, toiling, shoveling snow or chipping at their wretched potato fields, hoping to extract one more gram of nourishment from the bleak ground. Even once we'd exchanged our wheeled conveyance for a large enclosed sleigh on runners, we still travelled so slowly. By the time we'd reached Riga, I'd become completely demoralised by the whole endeavour and decided then and there to turn around and go back south. I cursed myself for the money wasted, money that had not been easy to come by. Much of what I'd earned dancing in Berlin and Warsaw was now gone, and no new theatrical engagements lay ahead. But no use throwing good money after bad, I'd berated myself in an angry huff. So here I was, sitting again, like impatience on a monument, repeating the journey in reverse. We were in northern Poland, nearing the German border, and, ultimately, Hamburg, because, well, why not? Hamburg seemed as good a place as any other to try my chances. Finding a warmer winter was the imperative now. The drivers claimed this was one of the coldest in memory, and I could believe it. Wild animals were coming into the towns in search of food. There was nothing to be had in their usual foraging places. As we'd been leaving Kleipeda a few days earlier, the handsomest driver had told me he'd entered the stables at dawn to find he'd arrived in the nick of time. Two wolves, very thin, were standing there boldly in the middle of the barn. They'd bared their teeth when they saw him, then thought better of it, squeezed themselves back under the barn door and ran off. But the horses in their stalls were crazed with fear. We'd gotten away late that day, and at noon, when we stopped for a rest and I jumped out to stretch, I went up to speak to the nervous animals. The fear had not left them. They knew they were standing targets, bound by harness and reins, or corralled in small square spaces, unable to flee.